Hello team, this is Justin McClintock. This is the Feel Strong Fitness Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in, turning on, pressing all the buttons you need to press to make this podcast hit your ears. I wanted to talk today. We have a bunch of people in essential lockdown. Can't get to their gyms, can't go to a gym. And I've gotten a lot of questions from different people about how to continue working toward goals that they feel are now out of reach. Some are movement specific. Some are very broad goals that because people are thrown out of their routine, especially people who are in a routine or people who are relatively new to a routine, either they hadn't been training a lot before or they had kind of fallen off track in one way or another and had now gotten back on track and were feeling really good about their progress and how they were doing going to the gym, they feel stuck. Now they can't go to the gym. It's all going to go away. What can I possibly do? And I want to urge you to look at the essence of these movements and the essence of your goal. So two different things. Let's talk movement specific. Some things are relatively easy and some things are really hard. For example, if we're talking about uh, squatting, right? Squatting, the big impediment here usually is load. People can squat, you can air squat, you can hold a backpack, you can hold a water jug. Maybe you have a dumbbell or a kettlebell. But You are trying to squat 405 pounds. That's your goal. You're working toward it. And now now what are you going to do? So real talk, we're probably not going to make you significantly stronger with a water jug. But we can work toward elements that will make you significantly stronger. Take a moment. What goes into a 405-pound back squat? And this is going to be different person to person, but how is your ankle mobility? How is your knee health? How is your hip mobility? How is your core bracing? How is your upper back strength? How is your squatting endurance? How is your tempo and control? How do your knees track? These are all elements of a squat, which sometimes get overlooked because they're good enough or not really a problem, or you're just really focused on the prize. You're adding weight and weight and weight because it feels close. It's good to move weight. It can be very satisfying neurologically and psychically, but break it down. If you can't chase heavy weight, what can we do to improve you? So when you get back to heavy weight, you're even better than before. Can we add some single leg work? Can we add some hip mobility? Can we add some ankle dorsiflexion? Can we add some core endurance so you're better at not getting bent over and bracing under that significant load? These are all elements that we can break this down further and further into specific exercises, sets and reps and waves over days and weeks and months, depending on how long you're not allowed in a gym. Uh, Most people don't know. In Philadelphia, we're told that we'll be allowed back in gyms on January 1st. I'm not holding my breath. So that is a movement example. Let's take a different movement example, something harder. What if you're chasing your first pull-up? I think that vertical pulling is the hardest thing to train at home. Not impossible, but it's just tricky. Uh, Squatting, uh, hinging, pulling, horizontal pressing, think like push-up or bench press, same thing one way or the other, uh, you know, inverted from each other. But vertical pulling is really tough and uh, chasing your first pull-up or more pull-ups or your first chest-to-bar pull-up or whatever it was is a perfectly reasonable goal and a significant goal and a significant landmark for people. So you're chasing that. What do you do? Break it down to the same thing. What are elements? How is your shoulder mobility? How is your scap strength? Are your scaps locked down? Can we improve your scap mobility? 
How is your pulling endurance? We can do rows. There's lots of versions of rows you can do. If you have a door that closes in your house, you can buy a ratchet strap and row. It's a $5 solution. I did not invent that. I think the good people at Power Athlete, John Wellborn and the crew, uh, came up with that ratchet strap solution as far as I know, but I've used it a bunch. If you don't know what I'm talking about, feel free to reach out, DM me, I'll show you an example. Super easy, but you could do some horizontal pulling suspended by body weight. If you also have a ratchet strap and some bands, now you can do some banded pulling. Break it down. Remember, if you don't have load, you can always add tempo. So let's say a banded vertical pull, put your choke to band uh, behind a door. If you're lucky enough to have like a stair rail or something above you that you feel confident pulling on, sit on the ground, pull that band down and take 10 seconds to return to straight arm overhead. Do that 15 times, you will be tired, your shoulders will have worked, and you have gone through a full range of motion of excellent pulling. Am I telling you that seated banded rows are going to, you'll walk back in the gym and get your first pull up? No, but I think you'll be stronger. I think you'll have better mobility, and we can develop the tools for these movements while you can't practice the specific movement to get better. Sports-specific players do this kind of stuff in the off-season all the time. They're healing up. A lot of times they will take time off from their sports, but be assigned a bunch of exercises, movements, sometimes even alternate sports, alternate conditioning. So you work on the elements of what they're doing without actually doing what they're doing. So they don't get worn down. They can recover. They avoid certain specific movement patterns, but work on the elements of those movements, the elements of sport. So that's movement. What if we're talking about broader goals? And this is, I think this is even harder because the movement solution is at its heart a technical fix. We're just taking elements, uh, you know, you find a technician, a coach, someone who knows what they're doing, who can break it down and show you a way forward. If you were, you know, had been going to the gym consistently and for this was your fifth week and now the gym shut down and you were just trying to lose weight, just trying to get in shape, just trying to breathe a little better, uh, by, by which I mean improving your engine, improving your endurance, not feeling uh, so winded when you do things, just, you know, doing the most of the reason most of the people go to the gym, which is not because they love going to the gym, it's because they love feeling the way that they feel when they go to the gym regularly and do the work. If you feel derailed there, I get you. Know that lots and lots and lots of people share your feeling and and we can keep moving forward. Consistency beats everything. You have to move every day. You have to do something. And because you're not going to the gym, you don't have this structure, you don't have this accountability. If you do, that's great. The gym I work for full-time has an excellent at-home program. I'm really proud of it. Multiple levels, basically accessible to whether you have zero equipment all the way up to a fully kitted out garage gym or access to another gym. Uh, We also are doing some outdoor in-person stuff. If you have access to things like that, that can be a really good motivator, a way to check in and keep you moving forward. But we're assuming you're at home, you can't or won't go out, you're not supposed to leave your house, and you're like, oh no, what do I do? My sincere suggestion is you do something every single day. A lot of times when we're starting people with fitness regimens, it's three times a week, maybe four times a week. If you do that consistently, you will see results. It's true. But if now, 
especially if you're now working from home, we've taken away a huge amount of daily activity. It's a really big deal. So we have to find that movement every day. We have to make it mandatory. We have to put it on the schedule. We have to make it a thing you do. Possibly we can have three or four quote unquote workout days, but the other three or four days, whatever your non-workout days, you still have to move. One of my favorite solutions is, and I put this in quotes, walking to work. Before you can start working for the day, you have to go on a 30-minute walk. And when you're done, before you can join your family or your partner or go down and watch TV or play video games or read a good book or whatever you do after work is done, you're not allowed to do those things until you quote-unquote walk home from work, another 30 minutes. So let's say we're going to at least do that, at least get an hour of walking in three or four times a week. And if that sounds like too much, I totally get it, but put it on your schedule. Because if we have taken out all of the walking, all of the movement, all of the little tiny pieces of activity you do throughout the day on a normal day, because you are now working from home, we have to put that in somewhere or it's going to get harder and harder to climb out of this hole. So now we're down to, let's call it three workout days. You need a simple goal-driven program, something based around what you can do, but that will move you forward. If you were doing CrossFit, I get it. You're not going. You're not doing barbell thrusters and kipping pull-ups. You're probably not doing handstand push-ups in your house, depending on your house setup. Uh, you, I bet you don't have a rower. You don't have a fan bike. You don't have kettlebells. You don't have bands. But Justin, what am I supposed to do? You're going to do versions of these things. Go back and read the workouts you did. What is a version you can do body weight wise? Grab a water jug. Grab a backpack with some books in it. Do something. Do it with a little bit of intensity. Put a time limit on it. And that's what you're going to do. 15 minutes of moving can be incredibly valuable. If you are doing, you can't do thrusters with your 65-pound barbell. But if you do thrusters with two water jugs or one backpack with some books in it, And I know you can't do your kipping pull-ups, but if you use that same heavy backpack and do high pulls, you know, a dynamic high pull, both arms, elbows up high and out with some big hip motion, you're getting the essence of all of these elements in again. Is it super sexy? Are there lots of people around? No. Can you put your own music on and rock out? Yes. Can you get a huge amount of benefit from this in 15 or 20 minutes? Absolutely. One of the hardest parts of this kind of stuff is the motivation. And finding that motivation is really difficult, which is why I want you to put it on your schedule. You're not going to be motivated every day. Working out from home isn't always great fun. Some people hate it. A lot of it can be situational dependent. I don't want to work out in my kitchen. I don't want to work out in my bedroom. This feels weird, or I'm afraid I'm going to drop something, or my pets look at me funny when I squat. That's definitely a thing for me. I got a lot of weird stares from Mushu and Ranger. But So make it mandatory. This is something we're going to have to muscle through. Some days hopefully will be fun. Some days may not be fun. Some days you're just going to have to take your medicine and move. And I'm not trying to be uncaring. This is not, I am not the tough guy, military style coach. This is just moving forward and stepping forward because it's really important that we all stay as healthy as we can right now for all of the most obvious reasons. You don't want to fall backward. And I want your mental health as well cared for as we can, and this movement is going to help. 
I know some of this is a little broad. I tried to get specific and tactical with some pieces here. We help people with this stuff all the time. If you want to talk about it, reach out. Uh, DMs are always open. I've had some excellent conversations during this pandemic with people, with strangers, with coaches, uh, with former members of the gym, with all kinds of people have reached out with really cool questions. I love jamming on it. I love talking about it. Uh, If you want to call up and chat, potentially we can do that. If you want to come on the podcast, I'm totally into having a conversation and hashing out what's going on, how we can solve your specific problem, because hearing that can be super useful for other people. If anyone wants to do that, reach out. If a coach wants to do it, reach out. Let's jam on it. I'm completely into it. Team, thank you very much for listening. Remember, this pandemic is not the thing that's going to stop you. Your motivation will stop you. Put it on your schedule. Move every day. And don't forget, feel strong.